Hey guys, welcome back to your Pretty For A Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Iman. And I'm Salma. And we don't have Saba here today, unfortunately, because she had other commitments, but she will be back next week. So let's get into it. Obviously, from the title, The Overs, the reason as to why I wanted, if people didn't get the reference, is The Overs from The X Factor. And I saw um, a meme online, and I think it showed, like, do you remember Wagner, Salma? The, um, Who's Wagner? Wagner, that guy, he had blonde hair. I think, was he Greek or maybe Turkish? Anyway, he was in the overs. Um, it's just uh, like, it gives me Susan Boyle vibes, even though <laughs> Susan Boyle wasn't in the X Factor. I just feel like, why am I in that category? Do you know no, what I but mean? To be fair, I don't know why, what was wrong maybe with that generation, but the over 25s looked so much older so than everyone else. <laughs> They were like 40 year olds. And I'm like, but like in my mind, when I was watching it, when I was like 30, I'm like, oh my God, 25 are expired because yeah, look at what they're bringing old. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a TikTok today as well. And it was um, this young guy and he was like, oh my God, when we're older, our kids are going to be asking us about Corona. Like we ask about 9-11. And then I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> People ask us about 9-11. I'm considered old by the younger generation. No, no, no. I no, thought no. I was cool. No, no. <laughs> it's really it's like you know when someone's like, uh, 30 years ago. I don't know why my mind goes to the 70s or like the 80s, yeah. but it's actually yeah. 90. <laughs> 1990. And you know there's people, right, that I'll see. And um, it's funny because, like, growing up, I saw, like, my older cousins and I just thought that they were super, super old. But as I've grown older, I realised they're not super old. They're born in, like, 1990, 1991. And I'm like, so you are actually part of the 90s, like me. Mm -hmm. Salma, we are born in 1995. Yeah, but do you know, in my mind, people stop being born after 2003. I don't know why. I just, it doesn't, I can't. (laughs) I can't. You know when someone's like, oh, my birthday is 2005. I'm like, what are you talking about? What do you like, mean? That, Why? Yeah, you like, can't you, be born. What you, yeah, what do you mean 2005 and you're here talking? Like, you, you're actually having a conversation where you should be a baby. Like, why Why can you read and write? You should it's be able so to do strange. that. It's Yeah. And I think, I don't know about you, but, like, I've always grown up as the youngest. So I was always, like, the youngest mm. cousin. Even though I'm the mm. oldest sibling, I was, like, the youngest cousin. I've, I've always had, like, older friends. So to be in a room where, like, I'm actually the oldest. Yeah, we we live the same life in that sense. I was always the youngest cousin. I was always the one, like, oh, she's not old enough. And now it's, like, right. I'm the oldest. Yeah, it's actually quite rude. It really is quite rude. But <laughs> going into um this episode, I just want to quickly um just talk about and celebrate Tiana Taylor. So mm-hmm. she is only 30 and to be hailed as the world's sexiest woman alive, which I completely agree with because she is 10 out of 10 out of 10 out of 10 out of 10. Like her body yes. is phenomenal. Yes. I remember when I first saw her body um like Kanye West properly, video. Properly, the Kanye West. Yeah. She had her um Super Sweet 16 on MTV. I don't know if you ever watched it. No, and I didn't she... know she was... Mm-hmm. And then she kind of went off of the radar and then she married Iman, Iman Shumpert. You know, mm-hmm. her husband is called Iman, of course, the best thing. 
<laughs> and she is so successful, even though obviously she's a few years older than us. She's like PLT creative director. She's married with two kids. She's just been, um, you know, put on Maxim cover and held the world's sexiest woman. Like, she is really, really doing bits. And I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie, sometimes as a 25-year-old who, like, isn't married, isn't in a relationship, hasn't got children, does not have a career anywhere like her. I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's I It's such a common thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think especially for people like us, you know, we are not married and our parents' generations, and for anyone who is listening, generally amongst like North African culture, Middle Eastern culture, 25 is is like you're on the line. Like you are yep. literally like what's wrong with you. Why why are you not getting married? What is wrong with mm-hmm. you? It's not what is wrong with men, it's what is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And the thing is us not being married and us not having children it's fine and I think we are breaking those generational curses but 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 if you don't have a proper career then you almost feel like a loser you almost feel like a bum yeah you know like where's the mortgage or where's the big ceo 100k job like I feel like parents will look at you and be like, okay, fine, you didn't get married? Okay, but where's everything else? Yeah, the what, else, I mean? what have you got to show for yourself? Exactly. Uh, what, is it is... Do, what is it that, that you have? And so I, I just think it's so, so, so dangerous. But like, from your perspective, do you feel, because me personally, I definitely feel like I have that. I definitely feel like I have that pressure. And I feel like a loser, even though I, <laughs> even though I'm- Even I'm, though you're I'm, definitely I'm, not. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know how it feels for you, um, but boy. For me, exactly the same. It's like, I don't know, like, it was the age where I'd have, like, two degrees, engaged at least, like, married, like, on the Mm. way to buying a house. And, you know, when I was 16, I was like, oh, these 25-year-olds, they don't know what they're doing. Like, Mm -hmm. when I get there, I'm going to know what I'm doing. And now that I'm here, it's like, it's like all the pressure yeah. Do so much and you know when you know when you just have so much to do so you do nothing yeah. that's what it feels yeah. like like <laughs> it feels like yeah. that but like I'm it's just a constant anxiety because it's like all right cool not like, don't have kids all right and then it's like don't have a house okay mm. but where is my career don't have that it is just on us as opposed to men I don't know why that is but mm-hmm. I mean well no I think I do know why that is but just for the benefit of this conversation I'm gonna say I don't know why that is but we definitely do have it as women. What, as to get married? Women, uh, I mean, not just to get married, but to just have everything else. Whereas I feel like a lot of guys have time. Mm. Mm. For them, it's like, oh. For them, it's about, you know, you being 32, getting your feet on the ground and then getting a mortgage. Your old virgin who, you know, is just about to go to university. And it's like, okay, so they have the time to do that and can choose whoever they want. And they are still the golden child and the golden standard. But as women, we can't do that. And it's ironic because actually when we then go for guys who might want somebody like us, we are too excelled in our career or mm-hmm. we're too career-driven and focused. And the fact that we might only want, like, one child, for example, or two children at max is an issue. Um, we're too opinionated. We're too strong-minded. I just when, feel like we could just never win. And then they go for the newbies who just are, like, they're, like they don't know what's up. They're ready to have five kids. 
yeah, yeah like that <laughs> so it's it's kind of it's kind of true it's kind of like you just can't win realistically um mm. as well with the fact that you know we're almost limited for time as soon as we turn 18 you're like limited for time it's mm-hmm. do everything it's like, you can like, yeah it's like it's like it's like a clock that's ticking it just doesn't stop um, yeah you it's know, literally it's like the sand thing you know the, yeah the, what's it called what's um, it called I, I forgot now as well this is what's a really it? dumb moment wait let me remember hold on it can't be a sand timer i mean it's definitely not a sand timer it's so stupid um it's but yeah that's be a sand timer but that thing that's what i feel like starts wonderful yeah like from 18 to oh it's called an hourglass that's what it's called <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i feel like if we said hourglass no one would know what that means it's so true, sand it's, time... it's fine that's a thing <laughs> yeah but from from 18 i would say to 30 I think women have a sun time mind it's like go on what are you gonna do are you gonna be career driven mm. are you gonna be the the mom are you gonna be like loads yeah. of uh, you know kids are you just gonna be a good wife and it's like you don't even know who you are yet or what you want because it's all just been like fed to you until mm. that point and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're like so what's up yeah. what <laughs> man do you want what career do you want and you're like I yeah. don't know yeah 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 but do you know what's more sad is the fact that I think we just don't have anyone to talk to or anyone to turn to so we are there almost as guidance for like so me and Salma for example both have younger um sisters mm-hmm. and I for their guidance and to show them like it's okay to be our age and still not have everything figured out and it's very very normal and it's very very healthy but who's there for us you know mm. who's mm. there who's there to tell us that it's going to be okay um mm. and when I mean to say who's there for us I want somebody that's like me I want somebody that looks like me that's from my culture mm. I can't have western societies dictate to me that it's okay because in the western society it is okay but actually their customs are not like our customs their religion yeah. is not like our religion their cultures are not like our cultures and actually it's it's completely different i can't i can't take advice from somebody that has no clue about my culture and about my family and about what our expectations are so i think that if there was that further reassurance from people that looked like us i would feel so much better and if there was more people in the limelight that spoke about it and spoke about the progression of women and the progression of muslim women in the west honestly i would just be like wow like she's a leader you know, she's an example and I can look up to her. And there's very, very, very few people that I can think of um, at the top of my head who are like that, but mm. actually are completely sidelined by our societies and by our cultures. And they're seen as like, you know, the outcasts or, you know, the the the, the, the people that didn't want to follow our cultures and didn't want to follow our traditions. And they're not... Um, mm. And so I think that's what I struggle with as well, is just that representation and just somebody Mm. telling me that it's going to be okay. And, you know, we we don't have that. It's true. I think that's that's, uh, an amalgamation of a few things. A, we are the oldest kid, but we're the oldest kid in, um, like, a country where we're not a majority. So it's dealing with kind of Mm. our, our own culture being formulated 
within another country then we're also one of the oldest people in there and then Mm. on top of that there's no mainstream kind of input from anyone until Mm. maybe even even now I can't really think of anyone who's like um a Muslim woman who's like showing us the ways or like showing us a variety um but one thing that does come to mind just because as you know I love him but like Riz Ahmed got married this year um and he got married to this I believe she's a journalist or writer and she's 30 and he's 38 and literally she'd just been studying and working her whole life and then little did she know she was gonna end up marrying an actor and you know a very well established actor but Mm. I'm sure she definitely got pressures because from what I understand she's also Pakistani and I'm Mm. sure in the same way you know we have the 25 shelf lives her family probably like, listen, what are you doing? Uh, mm, go get this wedding mm-hmm. on the road. But she's yeah. like, I need to figure me out. And then it worked out for her because they seem genuinely so happy. So mm. it's like a kind of, we're in a new generation where our careers are already being now being pushed forward. So we can't even use it really as an excuse because it's taking so long to get in there. And then marriage with that is being pushed as well. But sometimes it's not a negative, but the pressure mm. that we're putting on ourselves to mm. settle and I'm seeing a lot of people settle which isn't yes. good no yeah is, the, is exactly. too much and it's like I've I've waited this long why don't I just wait a bit longer for exactly what I want and then mm. I'll 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 deal with what I have to deal with later like if if it has to be adoption or, or some kind of like assistance in having kids then it is what it is mm. but it's just being the first. It's just, that's the hardest thing of that, I think. Mm. And I think that you bring up such a good point, actually, just about like either assistance with having children through IVF or adoption. Mm. It's such a taboo to talk about. And it's just yep. so normal. Like, it's, it's, I think it's, it's such a shame that we put all of this pressure on women and all of this stress and all of this responsibility on women. And we've got to have kids. Sorry, my body don't work that way. My body is stressed out. <laughs> Sis is tired. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I can't. You, we can't do everything. We can't. Mm. I think contrary to the mantra where it says women can do everything, you know, we can't do everything in, in the way that we would want it to. Mm. Let's put it that way. Yes, mm. we can have a career, but we might have children in a different way, or might only have one child with two children maximum, or yeah. whatever it might be. Because you know, I mean, my cousin, for example. Um, I'll shout out Henna. She um, she waited like she didn't get married at like twenty two. She waited until like she was ready to, and she bought a house um, and she's got a child. And like to me, she is somebody who has done it really, really right and has taken her time with it. Also, really enjoy looking up to her as somebody who is not just a family member but is also a friend because I kind of grew up with her and and looked up to her as an older cousin as well. Uh, and she has a toddler and she would love to have more children but it's just so difficult work both of them are working and it's so difficult to try to afford childcare for two children because in the UK um they are not sorry I don't know where anyone's listening from but in the UK you're not entitled to certain childcare hours depending on how much you earn and in order for her to carry on the standard of life and give her son the best of what he deserves she can't do that with another child mm. it's unfair that she you know has to will have to fork out double or triple the amount 
just because she has decided to go to work. Bear in mind, she decided to go back to work part-time very, very early on, as soon as she, basically, as soon as she had her son. And she has to do part-time childcare with her child. And her husband is working. Like, it's really hard. Like, we beat ourselves up so much. And, and in our culture and in our society, it's have a child young. Have a child as soon as you can. Um, you know, you can't just have one child. You have to have four children. Mm-hmm. But actually, mm-hmm. in the Western society, she's had her child young. Mm-hmm. And in Western society, it's perfect to, to, to now stop having children. To just have mm. that one and that's it, be done with it. But in our culture, it's like, no, 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 you can't just have one, you have to have I mean, personally, from what I've seen, even in the Western culture, even after the first kid, it's like, when's the second? It's going to be lonely, what are you going to do? Yeah. So it's, and, and no one wants the kind of one-child syndrome, even though, mm. you know, it's, I'm sure people can raise their kids well. But, um, yeah. yeah. And especially I just... this obsession, sorry, with gender equality. So having like... Oh, mm. On, you've got to have a girl and then you have another boy oh no try again for yeah, a girl yeah or, or the opposite. you have girls yeah, yeah try again for a boy 100 percent. no it's no. like this is what was meant for me like whatever. yeah no um, if it's meant for me to have two boys or two girls then it is what it is let's keep stepping you know literally unless of course you want it then then you can keep trying and whatever but don't do it for society um but when it comes to like Oh god. Do you know what it is? I just feel like women can't they can't win. I really just don't think they can win in any aspect. I think we've spoken about it before, definitely in an episode. But it's like whatever you choose is the wrong one. And it's like these impossible standards. And bear in mind, throughout all of this, like having kids, having a job, you know, working, whatever, doing what we need to do, having a life, being being like good with your husband you have to look incredible as well like if you ever let go of yourself (laughs) they're like oh she just let herself go after that kid oh god yes or like if you just if you just work and then you're just caring about work and again you're not like taking care of your appearance or how your body looks and it's like oh god she doesn't care for her husband does she and it's like i can't i'm i'm actually a human like i'm not a robot yeah 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 so ronaldo um his wife done an interview I think it was a few years ago and she was like yeah you know I have to wear the best lingerie for my husband I have to look the best I have to train the best and and look the- and I just thought bless you babe absolutely bless you I have just had like kids and it must be so difficult and because you are with one of the most desired footballers well desired men actually in the whole world this is what you have to live up to so Imagine that is for Ronaldo. We have that just for a regular, regular Ahmed dad with a with a with a dad board. Do you know how embarrassing that is? Like <laughs> you have falafel and hummus every night. Your oh. belly, yeah, your actually your boobs are bigger than mine. But oh. yeah, I'm the one that's getting the slack. But you the look audacity. like Ronaldo. The audacity. The oh audacity listen <laughs> for anyone out there if you have a, like, I'm not okay no I'm not gonna say it I'm not gonna say it I just can't you're I'm gonna, gonna say too... if you have a dad bod please say yeah it. yeah I was gonna be like <laughs> if you have anything like you can't talk I'm sorry like there's, no, there's nothing you can say like like for example so obviously I, I don't know if anyone has seen but Kanye West is seen with Irina Shayk coming out of her private coming out of the private jet going back to his birthday Kanye West has really let himself go so he cannot be demanding these Irina Shayk 
Kim Kardashian's I'm sorry it's just a no for me yeah but then, no the, for me. but then the <laughs> argument I know but then the argument comes will be like but he provides the money and the vibes and you know his no, status no, 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 and it's no, like no, no. no. Kim Kim has her own money. Irina has her own money. It's true. So it's true. It's so you a, can it's actually do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just kind of segueing in to jobs. Obviously, we are still in a pandemic. People cannot find jobs, particularly mm-hmm. jobs that they want. Um, we have all been through it and mm-hmm. yeah I, I think that we will all be settling to some degree when it comes to finding a job within a pandemic because mm-hmm. we just feel like okay we'll just take what we get even though it probably doesn't match our skills even though it probably doesn't match what we want to do in life so I saw a by a woman called Dr Heavenly on Twitter and she said um, we should be working for free or for lesser pay to prove your worth and as somebody who is 25 and over, even if you're not 25 and over, should we be settling? Should no. <laughs> no. No. Should we say to ourselves, okay, let's work for lesser pay or go above and beyond our role, um, potentially not get acknowledged for it, but just in case we do get acknowledged for it, let's make sure that we do it. So obviously I, I say, you know, the realm that we're in now, should you just be going to just volunteer anywhere? Um, working for free well I feel like we've we're, we're growing up in the society of like hustle 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 mm-hmm. hustle when you're asleep do you know what I mean I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll sleep when I'm dead that's that, that's the mentality that we get I'm awake at five what are you doing it's like ugh. yeah exactly exactly um so yeah so what's your stance on that like do you think she kind of has a point or are you like flat out nah so as you can tell from no ready no my my. yeah you know as you were describing it to me it just sounds like elitism like classism Mm. at its finest because Mm -hmm. that's like like I love art I wanted to be an artist when I was younger but then you know going to my parents who are like very much into like stem subjects and like a real job they're like what's this gonna get you what are you gonna become a painter like what are you gonna do and I was like no I'll just draw they're like yeah but it doesn't matter I mean Obviously, I could have gone into graphics and whatever, but I genuinely just wanted to paint. And they were like, yeah, it'll matter when you're dead. It won't matter now. And it's Bear like... Bear in mind, just to cut you, Salma is a fantastic artist. <laughs> <laughs> like, she is Thanks, honestly... I know, like, she done, like, a series of um, pictures in, like, the first lockdown. So this was, like, <laughs> the very beginning of 2020. And she... And I was like... Aah! Yeah. Thank you. kind of good, you know? She's really Thanks. good. But, yeah, so... No, I'm a bit rusty, but yes, I genuinely love, I love drawing. But the thing was, when I was like seeing these like art, because uh, I was trying to like have a plan. I was like, oh, let me have a degree and like whatever, internships and this. All of them were volunteering and free. And they were like, the first two years have to be free. And I'm like, so basically you're telling me I have to figure out another way to finance myself, right? Probably mm-hmm. going to be rich parents. And mm-hmm. then I can potentially go into this art field, get the connections I need, then like an art gallery show like it's gonna take years it's gonna take years to become of anything established and then it just like demotivates people to go into anything like that because it's like there's no point there's no money I'm not gonna see anything for years on return and it's a risk it's am I even good am I even gonna make it yeah so it's just like when people say that I think they're being really insensitive because it's like okay cool yeah you should go for the career that you want and if you have a plan fair enough you can sacrifice here and there but there are some situations where it's literally like you're risking everything 
and you're not mm. even getting paid at the end of it like what if you have rent what if you need to, what if you don't even live here like what if you actually genuinely this is your only source of income mm. what are you going to do you're going to have to resort, resort to other things and it's going to be horrible and then is it going to be worth it yeah you're so right so elitist and I think that this um well I mean she's called Dr Heavenly so let's just assume she has a PhD and she is a doctor but this Mm. doctor is just assuming that everyone can live at home and we can sponge off of mum and dad and it Mm -hmm. just creates this same circle of bullshit that Mm -hmm. literally does not promote meritocracy does not mm-hmm. pro- does not promote an equal and fairer society and it means that people are always going to get ahead especially in creative industries and that's why like for example in the fashion industry you have all of these whitewashed have a beautiful little townhouse in islington or in mm-hmm. mayfair while their parents live in the country mm-hmm. and they're just living cushy do you know what i mean but then but then their idea of brokers they have to have pot noodles but then so living in a three million townhouse that's completely paid for do you know what i mean yeah when you have people like this on twitter who are saying all of this and you've got people like us who are like 20 we are in a pandemic yeah yeah we can't afford to work for free and we have the pressure of not being married from our families like mm-hmm. how dare you how dare mm. you so by the time i'm 30 i'm just about pushing 23k still don't have a man still living underneath my mum's roof how dare you I, yeah. I know my worth. I'm not working for free. Especially yeah. if you've been to university, you've got a degree, you're riddled in student debt, you're trying to be the best person that you can. Sorry. Yeah. And also... And, and, and you know what? Just to add on to that, I don't want my hobby to be a flipping hustle either. <laughs> Let me enjoy it. Let me enjoy oh things. Oh my God. Okay. Two points. One, I remember the UN, I think a couple of years ago, came forward with the fact that internships should actually be paid because it's not like humane to have people working those hours, doing that much work for f- should definitely mm. be paid. So it's genuinely a humanitarian issue, technically, like making people do work in something they want to do to get experience in, but also providing them with nothing is technically being seen as pretty much illegal, right? Mm, mm, mm. Second point the hobby thing is what kills me about this generation because it's like you know I don't know like maybe in the movies back in the day or like when my my parents talk about you know when they were growing up hobbies were just an attachment it was like oh Mm. you're a teacher and you have a band that plays on Saturday and Sunday at this place or like oh you do IT but you know you write books like you like to write books it wasn't like anytime you open your mouth now and you say I enjoy this. It's what are we doing about this? You need an app. Yeah. You need to. You need to. I have a connection. I know how to get you in here to make money. And it's like, what if this per- person actually just likes to like waste some time? And uh, yeah, like of course, if you have a passion, of course, please go ahead and figure out a way to you know become something. But what yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. genuinely just a side thing? You just want to yeah, waste they your just time. Love it. Yeah, they just love it. Um, it's funny you say that because I know a guy, and I really hope he's not listening to this, and I'm not gonna say his name, <laughs> but like that, like he does not enjoy things. He's one of those people that are like, you know, yeah. hustle, 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 and it's really frustrating because it's literally like, can we not just go out? Can we not just go out and chill? Imagine <laughs> I am on holiday. Yeah, we are in this shisha place. I am outside, it's 35 degrees, there's palm trees, the birds are chirping, we're looking cute. Why are you looking around thinking how you can make money? 
just enjoy the moment. Oh, it's kind of a disease. Enjoy the time. You know, it really, it's really sad. And you know what else is sadder? Crypto. Cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I don't want to see another YouTube video, another IGTV, another book. Not interested. No one's interested. And actually, somebody told um, me, Sabra and Selma, wow, yeah, great. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we should invest in Bitcoin. Fuck off. <laughs> don't tell me about it. Don't want to know about it. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, no. The the culture of like the stock market thing again, another generation thing where it's like, okay, because the materialistic aspect has grown in you know the last decade thanks to Instagram and thanks to you know celebrity influence. Like it's all about design. Like coffee have a CC in it. Like your pancakes yeah. have Dior written on it. Whatever. Like yeah. they love a designer. <laughs> Then you yeah. see these adverts where it's like these guys who are 20. I don't know if you've definitely seen these when they're like, you need to get into the stock trading and you'll be like me with the yeah, food yeah, yeah, yeah. and the <laughs> And these yeah. people, A, call their hustlers, but they're hustling you as well and you're falling for these tricks. And then it's like, Literally. but why is everyone so like, they're all falling for it because they all want to be part of this like hustle, hustle, hustle. Even though you have no interest in the stock market, you don't give a crap about this crypto. Literally, like <laughs> you, you don't even know what's happening. You're just here like sell, sell, buy, sell, buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow your advice. And you're just thinking like, yeah, this is it. This is the, this is the life. And it's like, is it? Is it the life? I don't it's know. Definitely it's, it's, it's definitely not. Is it really? It's really? No, it's not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Salma has a book club and she's not trying to profit off of it. <laughs> I'm not trying to profit off of it. Leave us alone, okay? <laughs> so true. Um, so yes, yeah, so I just also quickly wanted to speak about friendships and um, as we grow older, you know, into our going into our late twenties. Because me and Salma are actually closer to twenty six than we are to twenty five, and that makes me a little dare. bit sick. It does Uh-oh. make me a little bit sick. Okay, so... pause, pause. <laughs> We are in the mid-twenties. Don't you dare add late yet. Don't. Okay. I mean, Salma, 26 no is late 20s. It no, is, baby. Is. How, so it what? Is. Mid is just 25. And then it's like, boom. Mid is just... Mid, no, mid is, mid is like uh, 24 and a half to 25 and a half. We have just gone past mid. And it's I'm really sad that Corona... It's really sad that Corona's taken our mid-twenties away from us. It's sad. We no, should have been in Miami. <laughs> No, it's terrible. This is it's like taking years away from we're gonna this is the thing. Everyone was saying they were like, Don't mind me, I'm gonna be 30 living up what I was meant to do when I was 25. So like everyone's yeah. like it's like a it's a, true, it's, it's true. I wanna be sipping coconut water out of a coconut in Jamaica. That's what I wanna be doing. Yeah. Why am I here? Why yeah. am I wasting my time on Zoom, Microsoft Teams and Google Meet? And if you don't have ever done Google Meet, you absolutely know the struggle of Google Meet. Um, but yeah, so, so, so going into kind of like us getting older, do you think that the types of people that you have gravitated towards has changed? Because I feel like I definitely have. Mm. Um, well, I mean, I say I haven't, I haven't. I think it's been like a gradual thing that's happened over the past, I'd say, eight years, six, six to eight years or so, as opposed to like a few years ago when I was like, yeah, now I want to travel, I want to travel, I want to travel. Mm-mm. No, not really interested in somebody who wants to do all of that now. Um, even though I am, but just like not just all on just lifestyle, lifestyle, lifestyle. Mm. But as you've grown older, the types of people that you want to be around has changed and have they changed or... Have they not changed? 
A hundred and ten percent. Because I don't, <laughs> the thing is, I can't tell the thanks to the pandemic and the fact that it's been like mid twenties. I can't tell if it's because of the pandemic, like having some alone time with my thoughts, or it's just been a gradual progression from like I don't know teens to tw- to mid twenties. But completely, especially on the friends aspect, I think I've like reprioritized everything. Like before, mm. it would be. I, I don't know if you felt like this, man, but before it'd be like years over everything. Like be like, we've been friends for this long, and mm. you know we can't just throw it away. And whatever. <clears throat> but like, no, you can. No, you really mm. can. If yeah, if that person isn't serving like w- the minimal things in a friendship, i.e if you're there for them and they're never there for you and it's just a one-way road and they can take and take and you don't get anything, there is no reason for you to still have that person in your life to any mm. kind of close proximity. They can be an acquaintance or like mm. a here and there friend, but they do not need to take up your time. Yeah. And I think with friendships, what I've realized as I've gotten older is that my time is limited. So mm. the time I am going to spend on a friend isn't just going to be like a, oh yeah, she, you know, needs me and, you know, she... You know, she's a bit annoying or whatever, but I'm going to spend time, like, we can, like, whatever, um, just hang out. To me, there's no more of that kind of filler friendship. It's Mm. about connection. It's about, are we growing together? I can, even if it's, even if me gaining something from you is genuinely just a good time, then that's enough for that friendship. But if I'm gaining nothing and you're draining me, Mm. I think as a teenager, you can, you can kind of deal with that a bit more because kind of everyone's draining. But Mm. as you got older, it's like, you still haven't got your stuff together and you're genuinely weighing me down Mm. and I'm not I just feel like it's negative I don't feel good you don't feel good there's no point in this maybe I'm being a bit negative Nancy in that aspect no no not at all but I do feel like as you get older you start to understand why people don't necessarily have huge friendship groups Mm. even though I have a lot of friends but I feel like they're they're quality and I try to you know make time for them and they make time for me and that's how I know we value each other whereas if they Mm. they weren't doing that then we're not we're not you know friends um and quickly to add on to the man one definitely as well because you know I think maybe when you're younger as well you just don't know what you want necessarily it's all about the image it's about how you know I want to be I want him to be this and look like that and it's like technically I don't know the type looks wise I think Mm. maybe physicality is like you know height or you know um they have this build but in terms of like race or a certain aesthetic I don't think technically everyone can have a specific one because I think it can change depending on your attraction to that person um and in terms of personality 100% I need someone who's really chill I need I can't be having someone stressing me and before it was like you know with that Rihanna love where it's like you know you're kind of love hate and angry it's toxic and but i love it yeah, yeah no, 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 no. Dead. i don't love it yeah none of that yeah i, w- yeah. I want to have a peaceful <laughs> life i don't want to argue yeah. and if we yeah. do argue it has to be some kind of beneficial thing it can't just be like a, yeah. i'm bored now not that i was ever that girl but like in general um yeah i know that's not what i want yeah no i completely agree um i'm definitely with you on the friendship one as well because i think that when we for example when we're talking about pick me women who when we are talking about that we always we always think that we're referring just to them being pick me for men but Mm. you can get women who are pick me in friendships with other women Mm. so i've had people that have come and gone in my life who were friends for example and then i realized that they were changing what they were saying to suit me 
mm. and to kind of please me or to try and be what I would think would be cool or what I would think what, what they think that I would value mm-hmm. um, and I think that that goes over a lot of people's heads and that's that's I mean me and Samuel was talking about this earlier and that is also a form of manipulation in some way as well yep because it just means that these people are, are genuinely just lying to you to try to have or to formulate this kind of friendship that they think that they may benefit from and actually you probably don't benefit from it at all mm-hmm. um and and it's it's not how types of people that you are around and very healthy to cut people out it's mm-hmm. really okay if it's it's okay like it doesn't have to end sour it doesn't have to end bitter it can just mm. end like th- that's it we're not close anymore and 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 we're not in this anymore together yeah. um so yeah i think that what you said runs really really true and i think that as we do get older we do need to become a little bit more selective because yeah. in, in the same way we're becoming a, a little bit more selective with our career paths and yeah. the types of guys that we date or end up marrying or you know where we go or whatever it might be you need to be selective with your friends as well and it doesn't and it doesn't like sour that experience it's like that no, was a great it happened. time yeah that was a great time but yeah. I've grown out of that and that's okay and it's okay that you're not where I am right now maybe we'll meet again later but right now you're not serving we're not helping each other and we're not benefiting mm. off each other in the same way in a relationship you wouldn't stay with someone just because you know you had good times five years ago but now it's so toxic and negative between each mm. other it would be like no it's over this is it it yeah. should be the same in friendship it should be like okay cool we're clearly not uh, it's not working I mean, we can try again later maybe because, you know, friendships, I guess you can return to unless something dire happens. But regardless, you you should be allowed to grow and allow each other to grow and not be like, you've changed or I don't like that you're doing that. It's mm. like, no, it's, it's I am changing. I still constantly, we are humans. We're going to continue to to change as people. You can't just mm. be like, oh, so-and-so. But with the pick me girl thing, it's it's very, very, very true. and And it's so annoying because... I don't know if it's they don't know who they are yet and they're mm. trying to be like just trying to try on personalities basically like you would when you were a teen yeah. or they genuinely are just trying to to like please everyone to the point that they can play them and I don't know because mm. it, when it's this age it's like you know what you're doing you mm. should definitely know and if you don't know I'm concerned but you should know that you're doing this and it's jarring mm. Um, I think it's almost like an entitlement thing where, Mm. you know, you have friends who feel entitled to dictate to you about how you live your life. 100%. Because I'm not in a relationship with you. And I think that friendships are very, platonic friendships are very, very different to romantic relationships or relationships that you have with your parents because you don't have a right to dictate to me. You might be able Mm. to give your opinion if I Mm. ask for it. Advise me. Advise me if I ask for it. But don't start, you know, as to whether, you know, you, you know, you telling me about who I can hang around with or mm. that I'm hanging around this place too much or becoming this type of person. And that's happened to me in my friendships over the past, um, what, six to eight years, where I've had friends that said to me, oh, Imani, you've changed. Um, you know, you're going to that place now where you're dressing in this way. And bitch, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. I didn't tell you about how to dress. I didn't tell you about where to go. <laughs> so don't tell me. And it's so toxic because it, it makes you feeling very insecure about your own choices when my mm. parents don't have an issue with it so why the yep. hell do you 
you know? Yeah. And and so. you're meant to be you're meant to be my friend and I'm meant to be your friend. And it's not meant to be this kind of controlling relationship. You don't own so me. where did that yeah, yeah where did, yeah. You're you're meant yeah. to add to my I think personally, when it comes to like relationships that you choose outside of your family, you're adding to my life. You're not mm. taking away from me. Same way mm. when I whoever I get married to, we will add to each other's lives, not mm. start to be like obviously we have to be compatible but you should be benefiting me not hurting me yeah exactly exactly we love a haste this segment and we don't get that many often so please don't forget that we're doing it but I'm going to read you out um this small one and I thought that it was quite fitting for what we're talking about so hey guys I've fallen out of love with the person I married and I don't know whether to introduce the idea of therapy to him or not I'm unhappy in our marriage and while we don't have kids yet I feel like I should ask for a divorce He's not the man I thought I knew and was sold a dream when we got engaged. As I'm culturally not really allowed for divorce, especially someone who is still in her early 20s, as this may make me seem as, quote unquote, unwifeable in the future. Any advice? Oh, God. So, the thing is, with this kind of proves my point of you need to really get to know your significant other going to try to marry not like spend 10 years with them but like spend some time kind of interviewing them i would say or like getting to <laughs> genuinely and like seeing how you guys mesh um i definitely would say yes to therapy just because there's probably been a moment where she got an ick and maybe that she can actually get through that the problem is if you get an ick and you you don't like talk about it and it just get keeps growing it. then it becomes they breathe and you're like oh my god i hate when they yeah. breathe and it's like <laughs> You yeah. don't want to get to that point. So I think definitely therapy would be a really good step. Even counselling together, like like talking to each other with a therapist potentially could be a good aspect if that's healthy. Mm. Um, but for sure, there can be other ways to resolve this before getting to divorce. Like divorce is final. Divorce is like, this mm. is the end. And you don't know technically how he feels. So it'll probably just be maybe a big shock to him. Who knows? But mm. it could be something definitely workable. And bless her, that's so that's so sad. And it's so sad as well that she's obviously still in her early 20s and she feels as though, like, she can't talk to anyone and she doesn't know how to kind of, like, navigate this and how to... Yeah. And how to kind of deviate her emotions. And I think that... So, obviously, she, she wants to stay anonymous. But I think with her, like, she should also understand that she's growing and yeah. she's in her early 20s and she's going to change too yeah so in the se- i'm not sure as to when they met because it doesn't say here but you know in the same way that he's changed and i don't know to what capacity she's probably changed too and she probably mm. wants something else and that's really really healthy grow you have to kind of you have to learn to deal with e- each other's changes and learn mm. to accept them and compromise go to therapy or really seriously seriously think about whether it's a deal breaker in terms of the changes that that, that she's seen in her mm. husband um mm. but it really is quite sad because we have a lot of this our cultures and our societies where people do change and we do get yeah. married really really young and then yeah. we end up you know 10 years into a relationship and we realize actually um I want to do this now in my life or I want to do this now in my life um yeah. and it's really sad because you almost feel burdened with this guilt or burdened with the idea yeah. that 
you can't you do this yeah you failed because yeah. because you've changed as a person which as i said is very healthy and is very normal but if you don't discuss the ability to change and the, the ability to learn to deal with those changes you're going to be left with all of these broken relationships around you whether they're platonic or not or even with parents as well parents find it really difficult to see their kids change and mm. to see them go through different stages in their life where they're like actually no I don't want to do this for a career I want to do this for a career I want to be yeah. a musician or a painter or um, an IT technician or whatever it might be parents have a real real massive difficulty with accepting Mm. that change and Mm. accepting the choices of their children so I can Mm. only imagine the amount of pressure that you have with the person that you are married with and who you're going to be with for the rest of your life yeah Um, I do think it's also society like maybe in this sense society having this kind of rigid format where it's like Mm. you do this and you do this and you become this and you continue with this and you grow in that career and it's like you're asking for so much to someone so early on in their life like Mm. life expectancy in you know first world countries mostly are to like 70 80 90 Mm. and that's a long life and to tell someone at like 20 do you know what you want in the man? Do you know what you want in a career? Do you know what you want for yourself? Do you no. know? Like, it's yeah. so much. Because you don't know. Every decade, I have felt completely different to the last. Like, I feel like mm. if I met myself at 15, I would have been like, oh, my God, you're completely different. I met myself at five, I would have been like, you're completely different. And it's just like, we can't expect to make these huge decisions when we don't even know what we're going to want in 10 years. And we have no mm. idea. And yeah. also adding on the fact that like I I failed the format like I got married really early and it's also because you know you, people we have facades on like we're mm. trying to get forward in life and we, we have facades like you're gonna go out you're gonna look nice you're gonna be on your best behavior you're not gonna be like showing your true colors same with mm. guys as well so when you do come into situations where you're living in a close vicinity vicinity together and it's <laughs> like you know 24 hours and then 24 7 she was probably with him and Mm. it's a new thing it wasn't like oh I'm gonna go out I'm gonna go work it's like every single second of the day with each other and maybe they discovered things that they didn't know at all maybe even about themselves like oh I'm kind Mm. of jarring there um yeah 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 and it's like having to still be attracted to this person still like there's a marriage between you two you have to work through it which is why I'm like Mm. it's sad hopefully workable but if it's not then you know maybe it's maybe it's a thing that you just have to grow and move on yeah and the thing is as well when you're younger you and this is why I think it's so important for especially as young women to go and experience everything because you don't know everything that you experience you don't know how it's going to make you feel so and you don't know what your reaction is going to be to it you do have to have a level of reasoning and understanding and humility with your partner to let them know by the way when we experience this in our life when we experience this in our life when we experience this in our life I don't know how that is going to affect me I don't know how that's going to affect me emotionally mentally I don't know what that's going to do to me in the same way for example we can use the example of a pandemic so Mm. for example I went through a phase during the pandemic where I developed severe anxiety I didn't know that that was going to happen to me. But Mm -hmm. because I've never experienced something like this in my life, whereas my grandparents, for example, they've experienced wars. So they've experienced periods of trials and tribulations where they might 
attribute certain things that happen in the world to the way that that makes them feel. Now, if I got married three years ago and then we went through a pandemic together, I don't know whether that would have impacted our relationship because I don't know what that anxiety would have meant for my relationship. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But now I now know how to deal with it and I can see the telltale signs and I can stop it and I've been to therapy and I can understand what something like this again, I can do the telltale signs. Mm -hmm. So when I am in a relationship, can communicate those feelings to my partner and I can tell him okay this is what this is what happened last time this is what I done to deal with it and this is what I think that I might need support with in the future and it's just that ability to 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 think further and to think outside of the box and actually start to attribute all of those different experiences that you've had into your real life is um so yeah so I would just say to just really think about your decision um go to therapy and communicate 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 100 percent, 100 percent. and communication is like one of those things where you know we are, i read on a in a psychology i think it was video and it said something like we are the result of our experiences and our social mm. relationships i.e yeah the way we interact with people is how we formulate personalities because if you just sat in a room you actually don't know who you are because you haven't interacted yeah. with anyone yeah so it's the fact that you need like i feel like communication is such an important part of a relationship and we're not taught it in school we're not taught it by anyone mm. even in households it's hush hush something like for you know our households and even i'm sure middle eastern and other north african countries it's like your emotions you can control them like don't talk about them like don't focus on them and then you're trying to understand it in a situation that doesn't allow it to be understood and I think mm. communication comes with age and I think understanding yourself comes with age and understanding how to intellectually explain how you're feeling and what mm. you want it definitely comes with age that's why I technically I wasn't worried to be you know married in the early 20s because I was like I don't think I'd do I wouldn't have done it well I wouldn't have been able mm. to really explain how I felt and what I felt and why I felt it I would have been very just probably frustrated with myself and why I can't vocalize it and probably mm. the same with him if he was young as well yeah yeah exactly oh, so on that um yeah. we will conclude this episode but if you are like us and you're in the same boat please reach out because I think we just need to build some kind of sisterhood network. Literally band together. Yeah, but we just feel like we're all in the same boat, but we're all okay and we are all still sailing and we are also afloat and it's actually going to be fine. It's actually going to be fine. Hashtag rebrand over 25. Yes, please. (laughs) Hashtag make X the over 35 okay over 40 these people looked so much older they were like so much older i should still be in the i should still be if i can't sing properly individually i should still be put in a girl group that is how young i feel you know over 25 my ass (laughs) salmon cow (laughs) (laughs) yeah so on that note please um uh tweet us Go on Instagram, comment, like, subscribe on Apple, on Spotify. Please, if you are listening on Spotify, please subscribe on Spotify Mm -hmm. and download all of our episodes. That really, really does help for our analytics. Um, Same as with Apple Podcasts too. Um, And yeah, we'll speak to you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.